Hello, friends. I feel like the new year can inspire lots of sort of positive, forward-thinking things like goal setting and resolutions and things like that. But I feel like it also is a time where a lot of people take a moment to kind of reflect on their life and where they're at and maybe even lament the fact that they're not where they wish they were or where they thought they'd be by this point. And I know I kind of have a tendency to do this, that kind of, I don't know, that discontented spirit sort of starts to bubble up inside of me and I start to think about kind of what's next. And I'm wondering if you have ever found yourself saying something like, if I could just find someone, my life can finally get started. Or maybe if we can just get out of this tiny apartment, we'll finally have some order in our life. Or maybe someday, next stage, we'll have nice things and time to actually enjoy them. Does this sound familiar to you? Or can you at least connect it to something relevant in your own life? I can. In fact, I can trace evidence of this mindset in almost every season of my own life. Different situations, same story. For example, I was 21 and I was approaching the third year of living at home and working as a barista and paying my way through com community college, literally class by class. I woke up without an alarm most mornings. I met friends for coffee I went on multiple hikes a week, took oil painting classes. I rolled into work at 2.30 and I made coffee and I chatted with regular customers and I laughed until I literally could not breathe with coworkers. Then closed up at 11 p.m. Then I jumped into my lifelong besties, Volkswagen Bug, and we would pull through the greasiest, yummiest taco stand and eat massive breakfast burritos and laugh even more. And while I can look back fondly on these memories, I remember at the time sitting in her car and spending a lot of time telling her about how discontent I was starting to feel. After all, I was still living at home without any real plan for my future. I was working a minimum wage job without any real opportunity to advance and I was single. So now that I've kind of painted that picture for you, I want to fast forward about a year and a half. There were some big changes in that time. My husband Chase and I were living as a newly married couple in a tiny two-room washing machineless, dishwasherless rent house. But hey, we were finally living in the same state. And honestly, especially looking back, we were like deer in the headlights in almost every aspect of everything. But we kind of liked each other. And even though the ceiling was literally about three inches above Chase's head, we paid next to, to nothing for rent to live there. And we were making pretty good money. We spent our weekends binge watching Downton Abbey. Yes, he was willing to watch it with me. And we were able to spend the weekend binge watching stuff because we literally had very little other responsibilities for our time off. Remember what that felt like? I, I barely do. We had some interesting experiences cooking, AKA burning, destroying, going to McDonald's defeated in our tiny kitchen. 
and procrastinating doing dishes because, hello, no dishwasher or discipline. We, we would argue over how often and exactly when normal people brush their teeth, and we spent a lot of time talking about what was next. Things like how having a washing machine was the obvious and only cure for tripping over massive piles of clothes on the floor. And really probably most importantly, we talked all the time about how West Texas just wasn't for us. Okay, now, we're gonna fast forward mm, six and a half to seven, however long it's been, more years, to the present. Us not-so-newlywed kids have three kids of our own. Yes, three human beings that we have to keep alive. And we are back in West Texas after seven moves since that rent house, including a three-month Nashville thing that involved seven puppies, two jobs, one vehicle between us, and a lot of scrounging around and digging in couch cushions for quarters to buy then pregnant me, the baby carrots I was so desperately craving because payday wasn't until the next day or something like that. That's a crazy story and it's one for another day. But it's truly wild to think back on all of the twists and turns that have led me to where and who I am now. There have been some truly hard things that I faced, plot twists that I never saw coming, and candid out loud conversations with God in the car at 11 p.m. at night, driving down a mountain pass about what exactly he thought he was doing. However, looking back on all of this, the culmination of every mountaintop, valley, and all that was in between of my story has molded me into who I'm meant to be, not by any doing of my own, but really through God's gentle guidance, persistently nudging me and aggressively pursuing me the whole time. Looking back, I can remember how discontented I felt, the longing for what's next, my focus on only the struggles, my grumbling spirit. <laughs> I remember the many moments in which it basically was like consuming me. But hindsight lends wisdom. And while not all of the whys are evident, some of them are starting to come a little more into focus. However, the thing that amazes me most is that while I can recall the struggles, they're starting to be overshadowed more by the memories of the blessings. The very things that were such stumbling blocks have become some of my sweetest memories. Which begs the question, why do we let discontent rule our hearts? Why do we long for what we do not have? Why do we wish away literal blessings? And honestly, I wish I could say that this is a lesson that I have learned on my part by now. But you know that it isn't. I still struggle daily to practice what I preach. Good thing that God is a literal master of patience and is always delighted every time I connect the same dots over and over again. He loves me. He is for me, and he knows what's best for me. Two of my most valued friendships were strengthened in my time as a barista. My relationship with God was deepened in that season of singleness. He revealed so much about himself to me through the hours and hours spent in the gorgeous Colorado outdoors. He knew how much the language of the mountains speaks to my heart 
and I know I needed that time in them because he also knew he was going to call me away into a vastly different atmosphere. He also knew I needed that time living at home with my family as they continued to love and invest in me. He knew. He knew where this newlywed couple needed to start their life, what lessons needed to be learned, and what it looked like for us to grow together through the good, the bad, and the very, very ugly. He knew. He's patient with the fact that a part of my exhausted little heart grumbles when my sweet baby cries at 3 a.m. because he also knows that someday I'll cherish the memory of the look on her face when she hears my voice. He's forgiving of the frustration that pulses through my soul and out of my mouth when there's yet another work of art in thick black Sharpie on the wall because he knows we'll laugh at the memory and miss the crazy when they have all started lives of their own. Y'all, he knew, and I promise you that he knows. While all of these examples are pretty personal on my part, my hope is that you will be able to identify with this on some level, whatever stage of life you're in. And my prayer is that you and I can both just really remember that we are where we're at for a reason. We're walking the path in the season that we're in right now and that God is giving it to us as a gift and that we really need to ask him for the ability to be present and to really soak it up and to realize that even though it may be frustrating and it may feel like a detour or maybe like more than a detour, maybe like we've completely fallen off track. Maybe, maybe God is working and we just need to trust that we're in this season for a reason and that he knew in the past and that he knows now. I just hope that my rambling and my memories and sort of the perspective that I've pulled out of them can be helpful to you. I want to remind y'all that you can follow us on Instagram at simplicity.beckons. We would love to hear from you and connect with you. And that we have a pretty hopping blog situation going on over at simplicitybeckons.com where we put up content that does not make it on the podcast. So we would love for you all to check that out. And you can always just shoot us an email at simplicitybeckons at gmail.com. Um, we would love to get to know you because podcasting is so often kind of a one-sided thing. We don't really get to know everyone that we're speaking to. So we would love to get to know you and hear your story. And yeah, we're just so thankful that you are entrusting just little snippets of your time to us. And I just genuinely hope that the messages that reach you can can meet you in a time where it was maybe something that you needed to hear and just that you can be blessed thank you so much have a great week